Greetings, I am Michelle, and welcome or welcome back to Ready or Not Prepares, your emergency preparedness podcast. So this week, I want to ask you, the listeners, or I consider you my conversation guests, um, as I, you know, sit around and kind of talk about these topics, I feel like I'm just having a discussion with you. So my conversation guests, do you think we are in a recession here in the United States? And I know you've heard this topic in some shape or fashion, predicting that by the end of the year or in the next six months, like sometime in April, that we will be in a recession or experiencing a recession. Actually, here in the United States, NBER, they declare if we are in a recession. NBER, which is the National Bureau of Economic Research, and they are made up of a group of quote-unquote economists. They decide, declare, or inform, let's say they declare if we in the United States are in a recession. And it's interesting because they say the thing about NBER is they usually don't declare a recession until after we're in a recession, like after it has begun. And even when they do that, it's like a year later after the fact. Then you get this national report from NBER that we are in a recession. And that's interesting to me because, you know, the whole thing about emergency preparedness, about being prepared in terms of survival, is you have to have a keen sense of observation. Know your surroundings. Um Notice nature. Notice what's going on around you. Use your intuition. And I think that's more or less what I really wanted to talk about on this episode. It is our sense of observation or awareness in emergencies or or disasters. It's what what you feel from your own personal experience, from your own personal life, without the official statement from government telling you what you are experiencing or witnessing in your everyday reality. Um... I I just, I just find it really interesting. It's just like... We sit and the media or the government is just like, okay, um, this is happening. It's not raining, but you're standing under a rain cloud, a, a rain cloud, and you're starting to feel a drizzle. <laughs> Where does your your own sense of um, or our own sense of observation kick in? Because at a point. Things are going on and happening so quickly that we do have to use, again, our own 
judgment, our own sense of observation for our survival. Otherwise, it's like Malcolm X said, you, you, at a point, you're being bamboozled, hoodwinked, uh, led astray, you know. But um, in terms of the recession, I mean, we, we can discuss the technical economic trends or data that dictates the practicalities of a recession. We can do that. We can talk about the GDP, the gross domestic product and what that means to a recession. I'm actually not that technical um, in terms of the economy, but I mean, I do understand it. But, well, let me pause and, and before I do that. You know, I was out with my driver today in D.C. Uh, my nine to five is I work in a law firm. But I was on my way to D.C. Superior uh, to take care of some paperwork. And as we were just kind of driving down the D.C. streets, I was just really, really observing just the things around me. And I invite you to do the same again with the mindset of survival and alertness and preparedness. And the one thing that jumped out at me was how entrenched homelessness is. I mean, from the time I was in the lobby and walked to the driver, you know, I had two panhandlers asking me, you know, for money. And then, you know, right at my building, they're they're just like homeless people, like, you know, asleep. I'm really thinking, contemplating that, like, you have to be really, really tired to just, okay, let me just lay right here on this concrete and go to sleep, you know, just become oblivious to everything around you. But just in terms of our economy and us even noticing what's going on around us, have we noticed the level or the increase in homelessness? Um, so yeah, I, I was uh, driving and kind of noticed that how it's really a part of the landscape now. I came back from the courthouse and I stopped to pick up a salad to take home for dinner. That salad cost me 16 or $17. I won't say where. Can, can I say where I went? I went to Chop. I like chopped salads, but you know, after COVID coming back into the city again, it wasn't $17 before pre-COVID. It wasn't that. So the sticker shot was kind of like, man, like that was really kind of interesting to me. So again, I, I tuned into that level of observation, like, hmm. And then um, 
when I came home, I stopped at the grocery store, pick up a few things. And I was just kind of looking around at the quality of the food. And then again, sticker shock. I picked up a lemon. The best quality lemons were the organic lemons. And a lemon, one lemon, one lemon was a dollar and 50 cents. A pack of quinoa was $5.50 with a, the larger pack at something like $8, like 8 or $9 and some change. And of course, I left there before going in and I went to the gas station and the gas prices, of course, are slowly trickling up and if you heard last week's podcast we we know um what OPEC did and we know to expect at the end of this month the gas per barrel is expected to go up so at any rate I'm at the gas station just observing and I'm just t- today's price was about $3.70 a gallon. Prices are getting higher. Money is getting tighter. With that, we can definitely affirm that prices are inflated, right? Or in other words, we all recognize that we are experiencing inflation. And of course, inflation means our daily essentials cost more. I think I recently heard it called the great inflation. So somewhere in the history books, it'll say the great inflation of 2022. Now, inflation can trigger a recession. So when inflation continues to increase, so does the likelihood of a recession come into play. So I'm back to what do you think? Are we in a recession? From your own personal experience, your own observation. As you think that over, I'll ask and answer a general question. That is, what is a recession And how long do they last? Recessions happen when economic output, consumer demand, and employment are all negatively affected. Recessions in in, in our time, you know, in recent times, typically last about 11 months, more or less. If a recession is prolonged or lasts too long, it can actually cause a depression. Now, I won't go into the whole depression thing. I won't go into that right now on this episode. I'll save it for another episode. But as far as recessions go, I think I've experienced in my lifetime here in the U.S., at least seven recessions. 
three or four that I'm pretty cognizant about. Like I was, you know, kind of tuned into, okay, we're in a recession. The last was what was called the Great Recession. How many of you remember that? The Great Recession lasted about 18 months. Um, it began in December 20, 2007 and ended in June 2009. And they say it was the longest recession since World War II. George W. Bush was in office. Remember, Bush was in office from, um, what, 2001 to 2009? So this recession started like 2007. It started under his watch. And it ended when Barack Obama came into office. Barack came in in 2009. And, uh, you know, Barack stayed in the office until, what, 2017? So it was his policies that kind of helped navigate America through that whole recession. But as I speak, reports say that Europe is in a recession. Reports say the U.S. is in a recession or is at least fast approaching one. Like there was this chart. Let me see if I can find um, a ch- this chart that was published in the Guardian, which is the um, United Kingdom's newspaper. I think it was. This was published today. And these are the countries they report to be in a recession. Okay. Yeah. So on this chart, I'm just gonna go really quickly over the countries that are reported to be in a recession. And they are Austria, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Mexico, Netherlands, Norway, Romania, Russia, Spain, the UK, and the United States. I saw another chart um, that showed a lot of uh, different African countries. And interestingly, uh, many of them are not being impacted by a recession right now. And I would think, you know, African countries really know how to kind of navigate um, the economies in, in hard times, if you would. So I found that really interesting. But I won't get into the economics, the as I stated earlier, the gross domestic price. And for the record, the gross domestic price monitors the value of goods and services. Another way of saying it is the gross domestic price monitors the spending habits of consumers on goods and services. That's how my interpretation. Like they 
really are monitoring what is being spent, how much is being spent, and how it's driving the economy. And when that is off, when that number starts to show a decline or negativity, that those are the indicators that we're going into a recession or are in a recession. I want to conclude with this. The United States economy has been shaky for some time. Like right now, we are in the middle, not us necessarily, we, meaning the United States, even though we're indirectly involved politically. But when I say we, I mean globally, in terms of we in the world, we're in history, in the middle of a war that is threatening each day to become global. You hear many people speaking about it leading to World War III. So, of course, this war has a huge impact on the global community, but it definitely has an impact on the United States economy as well. I mean, like here at home, here in the United States, it's disrupting supply chains. Uh, there's a shortage of certain commodities, including wheat, barley, sunflower, sunflower, sunflower oil, fertilizer. Of course, we know oil and gas prices have skyrocketed and definitely will skyrocket. Um, not to mention, again, as I stated, the, the politics surrounding it all. Of course, in, here in the United States, we, as, as well as the rest of the world, we were impacted by COVID. But the COVID crisis itself caused a recession. So-called experts say, uh, economists say that it was uh, February to like April was a two-month recession. So that's one of the recessions in our lifetime or in my lifetime. Or to my conversation guests in your lifetime. And what about this summer's housing market? I mean, it was, in a word, no, in two words, crazy, bananas. And trust me, I was deeply involved in this in that market in the summer. Rent prices are through the roof. Um, rent prices are absurd, and they continue to go higher. And homelessness. As I said before, nationally, it's out of control. And not to mention, in terms of the U.S. economy being shaky and has been for some time, we are experiencing inflation. So with this in mind, what do we do? We prepare. And of course, you're listening to Ready or Not Prepared's podcast. We're not going to get away from that mantra. And that is 
stay prepared. So to prepare for a recession, and you've heard me say this before for other emergency scenarios or disaster scenarios, and that is grow your own foods. As I told you, going to the grocery store, um, actually even looking for certain foods, they didn't have them. The foods that are there, the prices, don't get me started. Just and And if you... For convenience sake, try to go and, you know, buy like the uh, cut up onions or cut up vegetables. Ooh, that's an arm and a leg. So I give myself a workout because I cut my own vegetables. I'm not paying that much money. But, you know, I also um, grow my own foods as well. So, again, that's one thing in terms of, in terms of preparing for a recession. Grow your own foods. Or create your create a bartering circle. For example, um say my daughter or or my neighbor may have plenty of sugar. She or they are the ones who are going to be responsible for the sugar in our circle, in our bartering circle. And I may be responsible for the rice, right? And so we'll barter should the time come if I need sugar and, you know, I trade, you know, sugar for rice or what have you. And you can just kind of create off of that concept a bartering circle. I think I said that in the episode. It is to kind of create your own food pantries. Remember, our unity is our strength. Try to establish an emergency fund with at least one month of living expenses. Or really discipline yourself and strive for three to four months of living expenses to go through this um, and navigate the recession. Consider buying gold and or silver. And that's through any economic disaster. Preparing for if we ever get to or when we um, get to the point of a depression. Stocks are on sale right now. Um, That's another thing. If you do have money to invest just remember stocks are on sale right now if you're into that trade wisely live within your means meaning now is the time to prioritize what you spend on and consider cutting back on your wants and focus now on your needs Now is a prime time to establish a side hustle. I mean, legal that is. And in that vein, food, personal care, pets, auto care, rent, recession or not, these things are necessary. 
They are almost recession proof. People are going to eat and buy food. They're going to need and buy personal care items. Remember with COVID when people just like all the toilet tissue was gone, all the soap was gone, all the uh, paper towels were gone. Like it's certain things that people are going to buy. These things are necessary. And another thing to consider is to increase your skill set just in case layoffs begin. The Great Recession of 2008. Did I even speak about that? Yeah, I did. The Great Recession of 2008. Um, I think I was rift, which is a reduction in force, in labor force, um, during that recession. So with that in mind, you want to, um, make sure you, 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 you increase your skill set just in case rifts begin again. And while you're at it, go ahead now and begin researching unemployment benefits. So um, if anything in terms of unemployment happens or layoffs happen, you'll know exactly where to go, what to do, and what's needed. Because keep in mind, if you're listening to me, that means you've survived at least three, maybe four recessions. I hope some of the preparedness suggestions are helpful. And until the next episode, remember, I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to prepare you. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Ready or Not Prepares, the emergency preparedness podcast for more discussions on survival-related content. If you like the show and want to know more or purchase emergency gear or products, be sure to visit our website at www.readyornotprepares.com. For more frequent content, visit us at Ready or Not Prepares on IG, Ready or Not Prep on Facebook, and we're building our YouTube channel on Ready or Not Prepares on Air.